you have single-handedly changed our family because of mastermind because i felt safe enough and realized with your help realized that it's not just about the picking up of the toys and the back talk and the productive conversation scripts it's not about that it's about healing myself and becoming a better version of myself and showing up and being able to be that way for my entire family I really credit you with doing something that I literally have not been able to do with countless therapists and all the journaling and all the thinking and all the meditating and all the things. It was because of you. So thank you for helping heal what I thought was unhealable. You're listening to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast with Randy Rubenstein, episode 12. So the big question is this, how do parents like us know that we aren't messing up the biggest role of our lives, especially when we happen to have a strong-willed child that's constantly pushing our buttons? We've all heard that kids don't come with a manual. So how can we know for sure that we're saying the right things or that we're getting this parenting thing right? Well, on this podcast for parents of toddlers to teens, we'll be giving you real tools you can use right away so that your kids will feel like they can talk to you about absolutely anything and everything. My name is Randy Rubenstein, and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast, where we believe when your thoughts grow, the conversations in your home flow. Well, hello, people. I am sitting here at a local office a co-working space in Houston in the podcasting room. Full disclosure, my husband owns it. And he kind of built this podcasting room for me because I was I was recording the first few episodes of the podcast in our bedroom at home. And he was watching a show as he does at night on his iPad and I was like I was like, don't make any noise. And he's like, yeah, I think we're building you a podcasting studio at local office. So anyway, he built me this cool studio. Now we rent it out at local office, although I don't know if anyone's rented it out yet. But that's where I'm sitting, and it's a Saturday. And it's nice and quiet, and I'm having a little chai that I just made in his from the local office Keurig. So if you hear me sipping, that's what I'm doing. I'm just enjoying myself, having some time, making you guys a podcast, and kind of, uh, I wrote this this morning. I was just kind of sitting there doing what I do when I, when I sit and I write and I just kind of like let creative ideas flow. And this morning I was thinking, I'm going to write, I want to, I want to make a podcast about Gary V's mom. Okay. So this is the weird thing. You, you may not know who Gary Vee is. You probably don't. So Gary Vee is a guy that I listen to his podcasts, and recently I've started watching his YouTube stuff. He makes all kinds of, um, like, informational, like, where you guys are listening to this, because just like I did for years and years and years, I read all these parenting books back then. There weren't podcasts. Um, it was really hard, actually, to learn things about parenting online, but I managed to do it. So when I was faced with the parenting challenge, I was doing what you guys are doing now, and now I'm faced with business challenges. So I have different mentors that I listen to, and lately I've been into this guy named Gary V. His actually, actually, his name is Gary Vaynerchuk, but he goes by very Gary V because it's a mouthful. And so 
I've been kind of obsessed with him lately. And so he's this business guy and he's this huge personality. If you get a chance, look up Gary V. I think he's charismatic. He, I think he's charismatic. Um, many people would probably describe him as combative. Uh, but I think he's charismatic and combative. I think he's honest and the, I just believe him. I just like him and I believe him. So he teaches people about like our, he's kind of, you know, he's a big picture thinker. Identify with a lot of things about him. He's talking about our changing marketplace and how to get your message and your business or your product or your service out to the people and just how rapidly our world is changing, which is something that is really, um, it has piqued my curiosity because it ties into my vision and my movement as to why it's so important to change the conversations in our homes because, you know, I love that. I don't even know who said it, but it was like somebody said, um, and recently people have been asking me, like, what is Alex studying in college? I'm like, it doesn't matter because I love what this person said, and I really wish I could give credit. So if you're the person and you're listening to this, then you have to let me know so I can start giving you credit. But they said, like our kids' jobs, most of them are haven't even been created yet because our world is changing at such a rapid pace that the future jobs are like they they haven't been created yet. Our kids will be creating those future jobs. So yes, there will always be things that you can go to college for, like, you know, becoming a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, having a very kind of specific skill. But we're, you know, it's all changing. Like malls are are shutting down. People are doing their shopping online. Like everything is changing. Even the way we learn and consume information, like you don't necessarily need to go and sit your butt in a classroom. I mean, 16, 17 years when we wanted to learn you know, had to do things differently in our home and take a parenting class. Like we had to go on Wednesdays for six weeks for three hours and sit in a classroom, just static. And like nowadays, like that's just, it's not necessary. There's a better way. And so, um, so I just think that's super cool. So anyway, Gary V. He is a big vision guy and he drops lots of F-bombs and he's very, he's colorful language and, um, and he's kind of shocking, but he's entertaining to watch. So anyway, I love him and I watch a lot of his stuff and he's super generous about like what he shares in terms of his wisdom and his honesty. And I want to share with you some of the things I've recently learned from him and just where my brain is kind of going and um, and how I really think so much of his success is really attributed to his mom and how that ties into what we're doing in a bigger way. So, um, so he doles out all kinds of business advice. Like he is, there's a lot of ego. He admits there's a lot of ego. He's very competitive. Like he has this dream. He wants to, he's really into sports. He uses all these sports references. Like it shows how charismatic he is because he uses all these sports references and there's nobody who's less of a sports enthusiast than me to the point that like my 12 year old sometimes quizzes me on certain players that like he's just sure that any person of any value would know. And I'm like, who is that? 
He and he's like, you can't, you can't admit to people that you don't know this stuff. So anyway, Gary Vee uses lots and lots of sports references. I do skip a lot of his interviews where he's like interviewing people that are involved in the sports world because that's just like totally boring to me. But he's that charismatic that I can look past all of his sports references. And so he gives all this advice. He's super fast talking. Um, and he's, he says, I've heard him say this a couple of times and it's, and it's funny. He says, there's one thing that he would never tell someone and that's how to raise their kids. And like, he says it like it's a fact, like nobody should ever tell someone else how to raise your kids. And I don't know if that means that he thinks that there's no value in parenting advice. Um, but Something about my brain got a little triggered by it, obviously, because this is what I, I feel as passionate about this as he does about the work he does and and sharing, um, you know, you know, all the value that he shares with entrepreneurs. Like, that's how I feel about sharing what I do with people on how to change the conversations in your households and to become more of a family team. And I know that... I'm constantly teaching people things that they're like, this is so logical, but it, I, I didn't think of it myself. And it's because we weren't raised that way. And so, and so something about like me wants to challenge him a little bit. And, um, and so I was thinking about like all the things I've heard him say and just kind of unpacking his story a little bit. So the deal is with his story is that he's built two businesses very quickly. So he took his parents' business from 3 million to 60 million in five years. Like that's something he kind of repeats often. And he, and, and he constantly weaves the story of his life and his family and his childhood into everything he does. Like every interview, um, almost every podcast, I constantly hear some tidbit of his story. So over watching and listening to him, I've kind of woven his story together and I feel like I have a pretty clear vision. Um, he's in, he, you know, for how much he kind of talks and talks and talks and talks and drops a lot of colorful language. He's very boundaried when it comes to his wife and two kids, which I think is interesting. And, um, and so when he talks about his childhood, he talks a lot about his mom. And so I've heard him in a couple of different interviews get testy, like just how I'm a little testy when it's like, yeah, you should never tell people how to raise their kids. And even though maybe he's talking like you shouldn't go in and be bossy and tell people that they're doing it all wrong. And I don't feel like that's what I'm doing. I think I'm just offering a different approach and for people, especially who have strong-willed kids who are digging their heels in, who, who are like, yeah, all I know is that what I'm doing is not working, so bring it on. I'm like, okay, here we go. Um, so I'm definitely not telling people how they should do things. I just invite you into learning how to have a different conversation that will help strong-willed kids be more cooperative and kind of less defensive and 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 feel like you're on one team versus opposing teams but I would love to ask him what he means by it so he gets testy about um, when anybody says anything to him about how he's he got his start really as a big business guy he got his start through his family business and um, and so I've heard him even say like like respond to these inquiries 
like that that person who asked the question is basically immature and really doesn't get it and doesn't know much about business. Like, you know, and he's like, it's, you know, he'll say like, I hear them, but you know, all that really tells me is that that person's basically like, you know, I don't know that he said stupid in business, but I kind of took it as he was like, yeah, they're just, they don't get it yet. They're just still too naive and too stupid in business. And I think that he gets testy because the facts are that he wasn't born like with a family business silver spoon and he's accomplished huge things. So he sees it as somebody kind of discounting his success by implying that he had some kind of an unfair advantage um, like, you know, like a trust fund or a, just a family business to waltz into when the truth of the matter is, is that it was a, a struggling family business. And, and I'll tell you kind of the roots of that, but it was anything but a financial silver spoon experience. I think that, you know, that like when he says that people don't understand business when they imply to his family financial advantage, and I totally agree with that, um, I would say that he did have an unfair advantage in life that he hasn't really, really acknowledged. And that is, he's acknowledged that he was supported by his mom. He was acknowledged that he was given the right messages. But I think what he doesn't realize like when he's like, I would never tell anyone how to raise their kids. What he doesn't realize is that he received something that most people don't receive. So he was supported by his mom, right? Like he got the mothering advantage. It might not have been the financial silver spoon advantage, but he got the mothering advantage that most people don't get during their formative years. And I think that this advantage far outweighs any kind of silver spoon trust fund advantage because most people don't who are born with the Silver Spoon Trust Fund, first of all, they don't have the hunger and the entrepreneurial drive and spirit that Gary has to go on and accomplish all the things that he does. So there's that. But when you have the motherhood advantage, like it's almost like you become unstoppable. And I love using him as an example of kind of like what we're doing here. What's the point in changing the conversation? Like what will be the outcome for our kids. Like sometimes me and my husband look at each other when one of our kids does something really emotionally intelligent, especially like our youngest, like at a young age and he's a boy and boys aren't supposed to be emotionally emotionally intelligent and like he'll do something and my husband will kind of turn turn to me. He's like, what does a kid like this turn out to be and do and have? Like, like what, how does it turn out? I'm like, I don't know. I guess it'll, it'll unfold. So it's really neat to me to hear kind of Gary's story and hear him talk about his mom and to hear about the messages she sent him and now to see him kind of on fire and in action and how he lives his life and he's so passionate and he kind of documents everything so you really kind of see the reality show of his life without it being an official reality show um, and there's a there's a part of me that just feels super inspired like I think his mom was maybe like the original you know, was like the original trailblazer of this mom movement and this whole parenting with tons of empathy and changing the conversation in your home. Like, I think his mom was maybe like the pioneer. And, um, and so anyway, so I've gotten kind of curious and I feel inspired by him. So here's his story. 
So his family immigrated to New York City from Russia when Gary, Gary's like 42. So when he was like three, I think, I think I've read that, or I've heard him say that, I think he was like born in 1975, maybe. And he, I think um, they came in 1978. I could be wrong on that. Um, they lived in an apartment, like a cramped apartment, I think in Brooklyn. And it was just like whole kind of typical immigrant story. And so um, what Gary had said many times is that when he was 14, he went to work with his dad and he basically didn't really know his dad until 14 because the dad was just like working all the time because he was an immigrant and he had a family to support. And so, um, so at 14, his dad kind of forced him to start working at the family's liquor store. He starts working at the family's liquor store, gets to know his dad, um, and so really before 14, his mom raised him pretty solo. And um, and apparently Gary was not a student. He talks about how he made D's and F's, D's and F's. He kind of, he kind of almost brags about how he made D's and F's. And the minute you watch him, he's pretty ADD. It's pretty clear. I don't know if there's an official diagnosis there, but it sure as hell seems like it to me. Um, and I'm sure he was a total handful as a kid. I mean, we all know as parents, like ADD kids, especially like if you put them in a traditional classroom and that kind of situation, it's no wonder he made D's and F's. Like they, it's, you know, they're, they're not meant to be like in this ecstatic situation in a traditional, that traditional educational approach. It's like, the opposite of what the ADD brain is meant to do. The ADD brain is meant to do exactly what Gary's doing in his life. And so traditional education isn't really conducive to that. But, um, but anyway, so I, I love how he's an example of how when you kind of channel that ADD energy, that shiny object, puzzle cracking energy, hyper, you know, into this, like in the right direction and you don't stifle it. You don't cause like a bunch of like shame on top of like how this person is naturally wired. Like that person is able to grow up and turn it into their entrepreneurial superpower. Like that's, I love how he represents that. And so he quite often talks about how he receives so many positive messages from his mom. He talks about how he sold baseball cards, um, and like at the age of 11, he was earning like three grand a weekend selling baseball cards, and and ultimately what he learned himself through selling baseball cards, he ended up doing for his family's liquor company, which was like a struggling discount liquor company or something, and he ended up turning it into something called Wine Library, which he said, you know, he realized people collect wine like they collect baseball cards. Like we need to stop selling uh, liquor and beer and we need to start selling wine because people will collect this stuff. And he really created Wine Library kind of based on that baseball card model, um, which I think is so cool. So, I mean, he's really rough around the edges. It seems like there's a lot of ego, um, but I've seen enough interviews that he seems like, I, I, I think he seems like an incredible guy. And my hunch is that in large part, it's due because of how he was raised by his mom, how she programmed him. And, um, and the reason he doesn't need anyone to tell him how to raise his kids 
is because he's raising them. Like his autopilot programming is the way his mom raised him. It's ingrained in him. He doesn't even overthink it. Like that whole empathy approach and working hard and sending them the message that they can do anything they want to do and to live a life with purpose and they have big things to accomplish it. Like he had this mom that was putting, you know, instilling these powerful messages within him. And, um, and so that's his autopilot programming. And so, um, and so I don't even know if he realizes like that is truly the advantage and it's the advantage that most other people don't have. And so, you know, because not only does he have that advantage, he also doesn't have the damage to undo of when you didn't receive those messages. And so what I want to say to Gary is good for you that you were raised with that super solid foundation. And that's why you have so much confidence and such a powerful work ethic. And he talks now a lot about self-awareness. I love when I hear him use the term self-awareness, like this is a new term. He just you know, learned. And his, he is, he has become self-aware. He, he appreciates, he has a lot of gratitude and he talks about it. Um, and it's all those things, that confidence, that work ethic, that self-awareness, it all supports him in leading this magnificent life that I believe his mom is, is the, you know, gave him the advantage of being able to achieve all that like she she laid the roots for him having the advantage to go and do all those things and so even though Gary you don't think you're telling people how to raise their kids every time you share a story about the messages your mom instilled in you I'm pretending that Gary's listening to this I could care less if he listens to it or not um but every time he does that, right? He helps people learn how to raise their kids with unconditional love, empathy, and celebration. Like just by the way he talks and celebrates his mom and recognizes all the things that she did. There's all these people that are sitting there in awe of him because he's accomplishing so much, right? Like he's speaking to this entrepreneurial crowd and they're all like, how can I spread my work and my message and create a business and blah, blah, blah. And here he is this super successful business dude. And every time he tells one of those stories about his roots and why he is the way he is, and he shows up with all that ADD goodness and celebrates himself and makes no apologies or excuses. And I mean, really full celebration of himself that some people perceive as ego. He he talks about it comes from a place that he, even though he was making D's and F's, he got these messages from his mom of, you know, what an amazing human he was. And so I do feel like he's telling people how to raise their kids because he's sharing those messages. And we're getting the memo that when you raise your kids and you instill those kinds of messages into them versus there's something wrong with them for the D's and F's, well, that's how we create, that's how we raise kids that maybe are wired a little differently or think a little differently, how to step into self-awareness and celebration and go out and achieve big things in the world. And every time Gary speaks of, you know, not only does he speak of his mom in this way, I think this is also so cool, even though he's like really boundaried around his whole, his wife and kids, which I love that. Um, 
like he speaks, I've heard him in a few different times speak. He has referred to his wife. Her name is, is Lizzie. And he like, you can tell he has so much respect and love and admiration and appreciation. And why does he treat his wife like that? Why does he speak of her like that? Why does he respect her boundaries when he's so kind of out there and unboundaried? Obviously, it's because he was raised by a mom that he felt so respected by and he respected so much in return that he went out to become an amazing husband. That's why I say to you guys, like we are raising the future husbands of the world. So when we have these beautiful relationships with our sons and our daughters, when we teach our daughters that their voice matters and that they are, are enough and that they deserve to be treated with respect and anyone sitting next to them is damn lucky and we treat our sons from this place of empathy and in our super competitive achievement oriented culture we don't make it all about extrinsic motivation we constantly send them message that they're positive leaders and they're good people and they're good humans and we treat them with with respect and with kindness and we instill a work ethic and they respect us in return like we're shaping our sons to go out and to become husbands like it seems that Gary is you know, for Lizzie. And I just, I love anytime I hear him. And it's not like, you know, he's out there on social media. So he's not like, you know, I hate it when people are like, love you, babe. Happy birthday. You're my soulmate. Like, go tell that, go tell it to your spouse in private. Like, why do you need to announce it to the world? So he's not doing that business. He just says a little something about her. And I just love how um, I just love, I, I do, I think that comes from his mom. So anyway, I don't know Gary's mom's first name. I have no clue what it is. And, um, but I feel like I know her and I would love to know her story. I would love to know how she knew to support her non-traditionally wired son's brain and self in such a way that would shape him to go out into the world and to feel like he's unstoppable. Like what gave her the confidence as an immigrant in a new country, as a woman, as a mom, to know that by being so incredibly loving, accepting, empathetic, and celebratory of her kid, who was making, mind you, D's and F's, right? Like how did she know to show up for him in this way that would help him make such an impact on the world? Honestly, like this is the trickle-down effect of the power we have as moms. So, you know, this is this is it. I'm inspired by Gary, by Gary V. I'm inspired by him because I think in this era of Me Too, he is an example of the reality that there are there are there are some good guys in positions of of celebrity and power. Like not everyone's bad. You know? I mean, I'm sorry. Bill Cosby Really, we were trying to explain to our kids the other day of of why this is such heartbreak on the American society to to hear these stories, to see the truth come out about people like like you know, Mr. Doctor Huxtable. Really, I mean, that's what we were saying. We were like, it's Doctor Huxtable. You don't understand. And we were trying to compare him to somebody on TV, and we're like, it's like. Like it, 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 we feel like our heart is broken from that. So I love that there's an example of somebody who's representing 
what it is to be a good guy, to be a good husband, to be a, you know, a good son. And to speak about the women in his lives with so much respect and, um, and to say, and to, and to be so confident and empowered because he has this support system behind him, which he does acknowledge, right? And um, and I think the roots of all that he's doing, I think they are that Trey. And I think he would say so too. They're traced back to his supportive mom, a Russian immigrant who chose to send her son the message that he could do anything rather than focusing. On traditional achievement and the fact that he was earning D's and F's. So, Mrs. Vaynerchuk, Gary's mom, I don't know your first name, um, but I do, I want you to know that I think you're a thought leader, I think you're a change agent, I think you're an inspiration to the rest of us moms who are trying to raise good guys too. And, um, and I have tremendous respect for you, Mrs. Vaynerchuk, because every time I hear your boy generously share his truth and his wisdom with all the people, it lets me know, it reminds me, it's a perfect example of how moms like us have the power to shape the future leaders and to ultimately change the world. So I thank you for being an example, and um, and I hope you guys are... You know, if if you're an entrepreneur, I don't know that you'll find Gary's stuff interesting unless you're an entrepreneur. But if you are an entrepreneur, I encourage you to check out his stuff and um, and just to see, like, you know, what what are our kids? What is the future going to look like when a bunch of us raise kids and shape kids with that level of confidence and you know, unstoppability, I don't think that's a real word, to do whatever they want to do in this world from a place of really just being good people and taking part in some form of meaningful work. So I hope this was inspiring and uh, talk to you guys soon. Until next week. Bye. At Mastermind Parenting, we believe when your thoughts grow, the conversations in your home flow. And if this sounds like something you want to learn more about, then I have a gift for you. You can grab a copy of my best-selling book, The Parent Gap. It's my signature recipe for raising confident and kind kids, even if you have a strong-willed one. So go to mastermindparenting.com forward slash book to get your free copy mailed directly to your doorstep.